Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Leap of Faith podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host. And today we are in episode 66.3, and this is Exodus chapter 10. And we are going to continue reading uh, about the plagues that God is sending down onto Pharaoh and the Egyptians uh, because he has hardened uh, Pharaoh's heart in order to make it clear that he is the God that is so powerful and that is in control of everything. So he wants to make sure that it is clear to Pharaoh and the Egyptians and everybody, uh, even to the Israelites, uh, who he'll be getting out of bondage pretty soon. So anyway, let's go ahead and uh, open up in prayer, and then we will say our daily Bible verse that we uh, started doing last week, and then we'll start reading. So let's pray. Holy and mighty God, Heavenly Father, we come to you with grateful and thankful hearts, uh, full of joy and so much love for you. And we are always eternally grateful for everything that you do, everything you provide for us. Uh, I don't know what everybody else is thankful for, but I know for myself, I am thankful for my family. I am thankful for all that you have provided for us to live. And uh, I'm thankful for friends and uh, just uh, another day of living. And so I don't take it for granted, uh, all these things that you provide. So Lord, I'm thankful for those that are out there who are watching or listening. I, I pray blessings over each and every one of them according to what your will is and what their needs are. But Lord, we are most grateful for the gift of your son Jesus and the sacrifice on the cross. He was... Uh, obedient to you. He did exactly what it was that you wanted him to do. And because of that, because of his sacrifice and his resurrection, we are blessed with the gift of salvation and the promise of living in heaven for the rest of our, of eternity with you. So Lord, I pray over this time in your word. I invite you into it. I pray you will clear our minds, our hearts, our thoughts, and just help us to focus on you, what it is that you want us to understand from today's reading. And Lord, uh, I'm just uh, wanting to be in your will. I pray that you will guide and direct each one of us uh, daily. Uh, Help us to stay on track according to what it is that you want us to do and and reveal it to us uh, through this relationship that we get to have with you. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, So uh, today uh, is Teaching Tuesday. And so I uh, did a little bit of searching around and I felt like this is the one that God was telling me to to post. So I did. Uh, So it is, uh, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that is Isaiah 41.10. And the reason why I felt led to post this particular Bible verse was kind of continuing from yesterday. I think I had mentioned that I was really tired and I was feeling a little down. Uh, I just couldn't get my... uh, I just couldn't get my footing on yesterday and I just was just tired and I, you know, I didn't want to use the word depressed, but 
because depression just leaves such negative connotations. And some of you have a real uh, struggle with depression where I don't feel that I do, but there are some days I'm down and yesterday was definitely one of them. I had a definite struggle struggle yesterday. So I'm just being a little real with you and uh, I don't want to take too much time on this, but uh, I feel like this is God telling us uh, in this Bible verse uh, is fear not for I am, and I had it highlighted on the, the picture that I posted. Um, be not dismayed for I am. And, and that's the way he always revealed himself. Uh, when he revealed himself to Moses on the Mount, he says, I am. You tell them that I am. Uh, and uh, he goes on to say, I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I think that when we rely upon God and we pray to God and we ask for his help, I think he is there and he is present and he will make you uh, stronger and feel better. And, and I believe that he will give you the resources that you need uh, in order to uh, overcome whatever feelings you're feeling, whether they are depression or you're just really overtired or whatever it is. But I felt like this was a really good Bible verse in light of the way I was feeling yesterday. And so I just kind of wanted to kind of add on to it. So that's my little notations. And, and uh, you know, depression is a very serious and real thing. Um, Isaiah, uh, Jeremiah has talked about it with, you know, his feelings and how he's dealing with it. Uh, and so he's very open about it. Uh, it's very real. Uh, if you are depressed, seek help. Uh, pray about it to God. Um, and, you know, there are ways of dealing with that um, situation. So, um, you know, don't let it get out of hand. Look for help. I mean, we've heard of, I think in the last couple of weeks, I think two people, two very well-known people, I don't know who they were, but I know that they're out there, uh, committed suicide because of their depression that wasn't, either they weren't being treated or they weren't dealing with it, or maybe they were, and I don't know. I don't know the situation, but... But get help is what I'm saying, because uh, you know up until you know the last breath, you know there's always there's always help to be there, and uh, so okay, I'm not going to keep dwelling on that. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, read chapter ten, and this again is uh, episode sixty-six point three. <clears throat> I need my readers as always. So, a plague of locusts. The Lord said to Moses, Return to Pharaoh and make your demands again. I have made him and his officials stubborn so I can display my miraculous signs among them. I've also done it so you can tell your children and grandchildren about how I made a mockery of the Egyptians and about the signs I displayed among them, and so you will know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. How long will you refuse to submit to me? Let my people go so they can worship me. <clears throat> if you refuse, watch out. For tomorrow I will bring a swarm of locusts on your country. They will cover the land so that you won't be able to see the ground. They will devour what little is left of your crops after the hailstorm, including all the trees growing in the fields. They will overrun your palaces and, and the homes of your officials and all the houses in Egypt. Never in the history of Egypt have your ancestors seen a plague like this one. And with that, Moses turned and left Pharaoh. 
Pharaoh's officials now came to Pharaoh and, and appealed to him. <clears throat> How long will you let this man hold us hostage? Let the men go to worship the, the Lord their God. Don't you realize that Egypt lies in ruins? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. All right, he told them, go and worship the Lord your God. But who exactly will be going with you? Moses replied, we will all go, young and old, our sons and daughters, and our flocks and herds. We must all join together in celebrating a festival to the Lord. Pharaoh retorted, the Lord will certainly need to be with you if I let you take your little ones. I can see through your evil plan. Never. Only the men may go and worship the Lord, since that is what you requested. And Pharaoh threw them out of the palace. Then the Lord said to Moses, Raise your hand over the land of Egypt to bring on the locusts. Let them cover the land and devour every plant and sur that survived the hailstorm. So Moses raised his staff over Egypt, and the Lord caused an east wind to blow over the land all that day and through that night. When morning arrived, the east wind had brought the locusts, and the locusts swarmed over the whole land of Egypt, settling in dense swarms from one end of the country to the other. It was the worst locust plague in, the, in Egyptian history, and there has never been another one like it. For the locusts covered the whole country and darkened the land. They devoured every plant in the fields and all the fruit on the trees that had survived the hailstorm. Not a single leaf was left on the trees and plants throughout the land of Egypt. Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you, he confessed. Forgive my sin just this once and plead with the Lord your God to take away this death from me. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and pleaded with the Lord. The Lord responded by shifting the wind and the strong west wind blew the locusts into the Red Sea. Not a single locust remained in all the land of Egypt, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart again. So he refused to let the people go. A plague of darkness. <clears throat> then the Lord said to Moses, Lift your hand toward heaven, and the land of Egypt will be covered with a darkness so thick that you can feel it. So Moses lifted his hand to the sky, and a deep darkness covered the entire land of Egypt for three days. During all that time, the people could not see each other, and no, one's, and no one moved. But... There was light as usual where the people of Israel lived. Finally, Pharaoh called for Moses. Go and worship the Lord, he said, but leave your flocks and herds here. You may even take your little ones with you. No, Moses said. You must provide us with animals for sacrifices and burnt offerings to the Lord our God. All our livestock must go with us too. Not a hoof can be left behind. We must choose our sacrifices for the Lord our God from among these animals, and we won't know how we are to worship the Lord until we get there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart once more, and he would not let them go. Get out of here, Pharaoh shouted at Moses. I'm warning you, never come back to see me again. The day you see my face, you will die. Very well, Moses replied. I will never see your face again. Wow, that was a lot. That was a lot of uh, stuff. I always say that it's a lot. It is a lot. I mean, you know, we're dealing with, you know, stubbornness and God's power. 
so uh, and I don't know what I do with my pencil. Oh well, I guess I don't need it. Uh, so um, starting with uh, the first verse, uh, the Lord said to Moses, return to Pharaoh and make your demands. Again, I have made him as official stubborn so I can display my miraculous signs among them. I also am doing this to make you know who I am and so that you can tell your children and grandchildren uh, about it. Uh, and so you will know that I am, there it is, I am the Lord. Uh, so then down in um, 6, uh, Moses is telling Pharaoh, if you refuse, watch out, for tomorrow I will bring a swarm of locusts on your country. You won't be able to see the ground. They will devour what's left over from the hailstorm, and they're going to overrun your palaces and homes. Never in the history of Egypt have your ancestors seen a plague like this one. Uh, and then with that, Moses turned and left Moses, uh, left the Pharaoh. Uh, Pharaoh's officials now, they're realizing that they're in dire straits here. This is, this is not good. And he's like, you know, they're asking him, how long are you going to let this go on? How, are you gonna, how long are you going to let us be held hostage? Uh, Egypt lies in ruins. So Moses and Aaron are brought back, and Pharaoh says, all right, go and worship. But now he's putting stipulations on him. Who exactly is going to leave? And of course, Moses says, we're all going to go. Not one person's left behind, not one sheep, not one cattle, nobody. Everybody goes, the whole kit and caboodle. And of course, uh, Pharaoh retorts, never. Only the men get to go. So he's putting a stipulation on it. And he throws him out of the palace. <clears throat> so then the Lord says to Moses, uh, raise your hand over the land of Egypt to bring on the locusts. So Moses does what he's supposed to do, as he's told. And he raises his staff, and, he, and the Lord brings uh, an east wind to blow over the land. And uh, all through the night, and by morning, the east wind had brought the locusts. And the locusts swarmed over the whole land of Egypt. It was the worst locust plague in Egyptian history, and there has never been another one like it. Uh, the locusts devoured every plant in the fields, all the fruit on the trees that had survived the hailstorms. Nothing was left. Pharaoh quickly summons Moses, that's uh, verse 16, and he confesses, I have sinned against God, I have sinned, sinned against you. Forgive my sin just this once and plead with the Lord your God to take away this death from me. So Moses goes to God uh, and pleads to him. And the strong west wind blew the locusts out into the Red Sea. Not a single locust remained, but the Lord hardens Pharaoh's heart again, so he refuses to let the people go. Then he brings on a plague of darkness. So the Lord says to Moses, this is verse 21, Lift your hands toward heaven, and the land of Egypt will be covered with a darkness so thick you can feel it. Uh, and there's a, the whole land of Egypt is under darkness for three days. But I guess where the Israelites live, everything was fine. Business as usual. Finally, Pharaoh calls for Moses. He says, Go and worship the Lord, but leave your flocks behind. Of course, Moses says, no, we can't do that. We have to have livestock in order to uh, send up uh, offerings to God, and we won't know what we need until we're there. And uh, the 
Lord hardens Pharaoh's heart again in 27. And he's yelling at him, says, get out of here. Uh, you know, I don't want to ever see you again. And if I do see your face, you will be, you will die. And of course, Moses says, I will never see your face again. I don't know if that actually happens or not, but um, it's pretty evident. God's getting, you know, to a point where he's not going to put up with this anymore. And he's coming down to the end here. He's getting ready to deliver the people out of Egypt. So that's it for today. Uh, as always, it's been a wonderful time of reading through God's word. Um and seeing what he's, you know, how he, how he uh, shows himself in such a mighty way. Um, it's amazing. And he's making it pretty clear that he is God and he is taking care of business. So uh, now uh, I will always, and in this moment, uh, I will give you the opportunity, if you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life. I know that we're in the Old Testament, but we are still in the New Covenant. Uh, so... Um, if you haven't made a decision for Jesus and you feel like God is calling you, uh, this is your time. I will say the uh, prayer of salvation, and if you feel led to say it with me, uh, become a uh, follower of Christ, uh, this is your moment. So um, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time in your whole life, congratulations and welcome into this family of, uh, of Christ. And uh, today's a celebration. Uh, we um, suggest you mark it in your Bible that today was your day that you received Christ. Uh, this is not a prayer between you and me. This is between you and God. Uh, so don't, you know, I'm just merely being a facilitator, uh, helping you there. And if you, you know, if you're reestablishing your beliefs, maybe you went off the beaten path, you know, and you feel like God's calling you back into the fold. Uh, amazing. This is your day. So uh, we... Uh, suggest that you mark it on today's date for your reading so you always know that today was your day we also suggest you get to a pastor or a church uh, somebody who can help you to uh, any questions that you may have about your new life in christ uh, and get involved start living for jesus uh, because that's what we're supposed to do so find a ministry or volunteer work there's always volunteer work to be had and uh, figure out what God has uh, in store for you. So that's it for today. Uh, as always, I'm eternally grateful to be able to lead you in this Bible study, one chapter a day, uh, five days a week. And uh, I hope that you are enjoying it as much as I am, because I am. And I pray that you will continue uh, with it. So I don't know what time of day it is, morning, noon, or night. Uh, but I'm just glad that you were able to carve out that time. So God bless you. Have a great day. And I will see you tomorrow.